Blog Talk Radio. tonight yeah it's back man i'm back i'm back on air finally after a 14 day hiatus i finally escaped from my captors and i'm here captors being memories (laughs) mental health and addiction treatment center where i've been for 14 days i was supposed to stay for 28 to even more than that, but I uh, left this morning. I couldn't. I can't take it anymore. I can't. I can't deal with it anymore. Uh, I got a show to do. All right. Every night I was sitting in that fucking place with another fucking idiot, Ben. Little Ben. They put me in a room with a five foot three midget troll. We had a methamphetamine problem. A share room with this guy. So the stories of Ben will continue. We're going to have Ben call in 
What's his uh, treatment? After the money runs out. So for those of you who listened to the shows uh, before the uh, hiatus, or I guess we'll just call it spring break, huh? Summer break. I guess after doing 132 continuous shows, I guess I'm entitled a couple weeks off and some drug rehab, right? Yeah. Huge drug addict I am. Huge drug addict, yeah. So if you guys knew the show, and for those that listen to the show and are excited and Pretty much, just not a lot of people are going to be new to the show tonight because it's uh, it's going to take me a couple more days to get back into the groove. So that's for the diehards. But a few weeks ago, I uh, thought I would be funny, and I thought it'd be hilarious to use a penis pump live on the air and put the pictures up on my OnlyFans. Uh, people have sent me emails and comments on my OnlyFans. I've shut my OnlyFans down because it was making people sick after seeing the gruesome injury to my penis from the Golden Chic Penis Pump, Copper Edition. Okay? We are suing them, by the way. We're suing them. And... uh we're hearing there's uh, maybe a settlement coming soon. So I'm not going to talk too much more about the shoddy workmanship of the uh, Golden Sheik penis pump. But it put me into a, uh, a position that a lot of Americans get put into. This is a pretty common problem for a lot of people. This, is in, this has landed a lot of people in tents on the street, and I can tell you what. I can tell you what's happening. I'm finally calm now. After I walked out the front of the door of the treatment center today, against doctor's wishes, against everybody's wishes, I wasn't legally, I didn't have to go there for court. I didn't have to do, I, I, I went there. And as I'm there, my family members who wanted to, who threatened to 5150 me if I didn't go into treatment, Suppose they love me. Tried to get guardianship of all my bank accounts. So the people that are the closest to me, the people that uh, supposedly care about me and were concerned about the night I almost jumped off of a 14-story apartment building, condo, after one of my uh, sincere neighbors jumped off of the parking garage structure. I was hallucinating. I was uh, completely out of my mind, having a nervous breakdown because of the uh, morphine I was taking. But getting back to the original story, I'm really tired. This is the first time I smoked weed in two weeks. I feel like a 12-year-old smoking behind the 7-Eleven for the first time again. It's fucking amazing. So I damaged my penis. I got the stitches. was told that my penis will never work again. We'll get into that, too, in a little bit. We, we don't have a whole lot of time, but we'll give you a penis update. I know you guys are really uh, interested in the penis update. But they gave me oxycodone. Not, not the oxycotton, oxycodone. And they gave me quite a few of them because it was very painful. Imagine your genitals being on just in pain, throbbing, non-stop pain, your genitals. Imagine your genitals in pain. So I took, I was taking the medication, I was mixing it with alcohol, and I was smoking a ton of weed. And it was getting me by. And then I go to open the pill bottle, all the pills are gone because I have taken them all. I go back to the doctor. I says, hey, this still really fucking hurts. I need some more pills because I can't give them to you. We're only allowed now to give up a certain amount of narcotics, and uh, you've reached your limit that I can give you. I'm going to lose my license. So, uh, yeah, go home and take some Tylenol, he said. 
So I go home and I take Tylenol, and I'm up in excruciating pain. I'm, I'm up for two straight days, screaming in pain. It's a pain is, is a pain I've never had. Ice, nothing works. The only thing that made it tolerable, it was still painful, but it was just minorly, it was just, and then you could deal with the pain on the oxycotton, codone, sorry, different. So after two days of that, taking Tylenols and just getting, my, I could feel the stomach, my lining in my stomach just washing away. I decided to call my buddy Pete, the cab driver up, and I says, hey, can you get me some painkillers? And he says, the amount of pain that you're in, you should probably take some morphine. I thought he was joking, but he came back two hours later with morphine, a whole morphine kit, preloaded into syringes. It's for people that are dying of terminal illnesses that you you give to yourself or hospice workers uh, are good people to get these drugs from. So for two weeks, I shot these drugs into my stomach. Two weeks. And I did not know that you're not supposed to mix marijuana and morphine together. And then I was drinking all this. I got that case of this hard cock bourbon, and I was drinking bourbon and all that. Well, I had a psychosis event. And it went on for four straight nights, and you can hear the episodes. I was completely out of my fucking mind. We'll have to address that too here coming up. But there's a lot to address. I've been gone for two weeks. And a lot has happened. And yeah, I was standing naked on my deck watching the spirits flow from my dishwasher out into the sky. Take over the bodies of unsuspected Las Vegas residents. Yes, the police arrested me, and they um, suggested that maybe I should go to treatment. And really, they just basically threw me in detox. They just thought I was drunk. So I get out, I do a show, and I get a call from a family member, close family member. I'm not going to say who it is because uh, I'll go into a rage, saying that, Everybody's gotten together, and they're going to 5150 me, which which means they're going to come arrest me and throw me into the fucking loony bin. That's what they're going to do. Or you can go to treatment, to this pla- this treatment place that they've picked out or whatever. And they wanted me to sign all this paperwork and shit. I'm like, I'm not signing anything. I'm not of sound mind currently because of the drug use. And I went into the treatment center. I, I had already kicked it. I was already four days off. Uh, it was four days after the the deck incident, the porch incident, or whatever you want to call it, terrace. Some people call it a terrace incident. It was just a, a bad reaction coming off some bad drugs after a terrible penis injury. So I decided I'd go in there. And now that I am sound body and health, Try the 5150, me motherfuckers, because there's nothing wrong with me right now. I'm off of drugs. I'm completely clean. Now, for a lot of normal people that don't go to treatment and don't understand what treatment is and how it works, so basically what they do is they they shame you because you've done drugs and had a good time. Sex shame, you slut shame. Uh, Women are supposed to feel guilty over feeling pleasure. I'm supposed to feel guilty over uh, my carnal uh, appetite. I'm supposed to feel bad about it, apparently. You're supposed to feel bad about enjoying your life, apparently. If you enjoy your life too much, we're going to put you in a rehab, so you're sad like the rest of us. And they'd beat you down with prayer. It was a Lutheran treatment facility, apparently. So they beat you down with Jesus, and they... uh, tell you you're a horrible person, and then they hand you a couple pills. And I'm like, what the fuck's up with the pills? Well, you're going to need these for uh, depression, and you're going to need uh, 
for your anxiety, and this is for um, your ADHD, and this is uh, for this and that. And I'm like, but I don't have mental illness. I haven't been uh, diagnosed with mental illness whatsoever. Why are you handing me these pills? I'm like, well, you're required to take them. I said, I'm not going to take them. I'm not taking these. What? How is getting off drugs taking other drugs? Then they put you on the shitty mattress. They give you one pillow. Uh, they search your bags. And really, I brought a, I brought a pair of shorts, six T-shirts, and, and uh, like 12 pairs of underwear. That's it. You know, that's, that's all I brought. I didn't need anything else. So they go through all your shit. They put you in the room. And next thing you know, they bring this little midget fucking Ben in. Uh, the guy's got a shaved head, and he's got sunken eyes. He kind of looks like a raccoon, this guy. He's done so much meth. He's, his face is all fucked up. He's still got the sores all over his arms, and his teeth are scary. And you got to sit and listen to him, crying and crying, how he let everybody down. Uh, blah, 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 my kids. I lost my kids, and... The devil gave me the meth. The devil, the devil gave me the meth. The devil did. For 14 straight days, I couldn't handle it anymore. About him beating the devil. He's going to beat the devil. The devil is going to get beat by a kangaroo kick, they say. Wink, wink. It is a scam. It's a scam. Clean the room, and then they uh, they have dinner. So you go have this bland-ass dinner. It's like, uh, I'm not high. Can you at least send some, some kind of chicken gravy over some weird potatoes and, like, some carrot things? And, and you can uh, uh, they have juice. Yeah. Grape juice, orange juice, or water. So now, oh, and then you can drink coffee. But you can't have any sodas, so you can't have anything else with caffeine. So I got to uh, stand around, and I have to go outside into the back and have a cigarette every 10 minutes. So eventually I just end up sitting outside the whole time smoking, pretty much. They're coming up and grab me. Oh, you're going to a meeting. And these meetings... These meetings, I can't even tell you how pathetic these people are. I was in a meeting with 12 people. One night I'll go over these crazy stories. But as you're going through these group things, I did it for two weeks. I can't handle it anymore. I can't handle the prayers. I can't handle the praying before we eat the shit food that I can't eat. In two weeks, I've lost 22 pounds. Because I can't, I just didn't want to eat any of that shitty food. It tasted like shit. It was bland. And I, I, I needed some fat burgers, man. I needed, I need, I need some good food, some protein. So they serve you shitty food. They load you up full of drugs. Um, get you on Medicaid or whatever. You get you all situated there so you can uh, get all these drugs now. That you can continue. They prescribed me six different drugs. The the main thing is, though, I know I'm all over the place because I've uh, I've been trying to do this show in my head for two weeks, and now it's terrible, but I'm getting through it. Okay, guys? Cope with me. It was like being in jail again because the problem is, is when you can't smoke weed, you can't sleep. For about the first five days. You can't sleep at all, and it sucks, because usually you just smoke a joint, relax, you go to bed. Everything's cool. You can't sleep, and what do they want to give you? They want to give you fucking Ambien at the drug treatment center. So you're going there to get off drugs, and they're giving you drugs that are worse than the drugs you were taking. How does this make sense? How is this getting clean and sober? This is not getting clean and sober. This is just making people money. 
I saw this game. I watched it. I, so now when uh, Ben the meth head gets out after his, he's staying as long as he fucking can there. He has nowhere to go once he gets out. His family threw him out. He's going to have to go live in some fucking weird halfway house where half the guys are going to try to fuck you in the middle of the night or jerk off while you're I, – I, I had to go to a halfway house when I got out of jail. And it was fucking horrible. And then after sober living, then, then maybe you get a weird job and maybe some small apartment until one day you run into a whore, you're horny, and she pulls out a teen or a mess, and next thing you know, all of that pain, all of that suffering, all of these, all you've done is make people money. Your misery makes people rich. That's what drug, drug treatment is. It's using human beings to make money. And it's a never-ending thing. Because once you're on these drugs, you can't stop taking them. They're so quick to make you a zombie. And I would not. I refuse to take the drugs. I says, if I'm here to not do drugs, I'm not going to do any drugs. But yet I can suck down uh, 300 cups of coffee. That wasn't a problem. That's a drug. No problem. I can go out and smoke cigarettes all day with everybody else. Most addictive drug on the planet, but that's fine. You can have that because that's making people money. Please. Yeah, I had an episode. Yes, I was coming off of a very intense narcotics. I was also coming off of a traumatic incident. And I was also had a bad night, one bad night. It's amazing. You can live, you can live 360,000 days and not have a problem. They say like O.J. Simpson has lived 27,526 days and he's only killed somebody once. It's pretty good, you know? You just had one bad day. I just had one bad night. It was very embarrassing. I know this the, my neighbors videotaped it, and they wanted me out of the condo, and I've apologized to everybody, and I told them about my horrific incident, and most people were understanding, and uh, everything's fine here. I still have a place to live. Thank God. But if it happens again, I will be out of here, and if it happens again, I don't want to be here. I don't understand how you treat drugs by giving people drugs. How do you get off drugs? By You just got a new set of drugs you're on now. That's going to ruin your liver and your kidneys. It's going to fucking shut your organs down. It's going to make you shit funny. It's going to fuck your brain up. Next thing you know, you're crazy. Next thing you know, every single fucking mass murderer, shooter, I've been on these drugs they were trying to give me. And I'm like, no, I don't. I am not taking those drugs. Being drug-free means not doing any drugs at all. You could have just gave me a joint in the beginning of the day, and um, my life would be fine. And it's not killing my goddamn, not killing my goddamn liver and kidney, and it's not making me crazy. making me fucking crazy. That's what it is. Drug treatment, right? Now you're involved at the church, so now the church has got a piece of you. Now you're paying about $2,000 a month, government-assisted or health insurance-assisted, that's, that's paying it for you. And you're generating uh, income from the halfway house to get paid for there. You get generated from Everything. But you don't treat drugs with drugs. So that was my experience. I know it's not a very exciting show. I just want to let everybody know why I haven't been on air for the last couple of weeks. But yeah, I do have control of my finances. and I've also been served papers. And we'll get into that right after this break here. That's it for the live show tonight. I want to thank everybody for checking back with me. Uh, tomorrow night, Marijuana Happy Hour will be back. And uh, so will I. 
believe it or not. Be right back right after this. Podcast. Man, that felt good tonight to get back on air. Um, too bad it was just a bumbling idiot, but it's okay. I'm a little giggly tonight from smoking all the pot. It's the first time in a couple of weeks I got to smoke, and I feel pretty good tonight. I just wanted to um, go on record, and I want to uh, thank everybody for sending me all the um, emails and texts and wanting to know what the fuck happened to me. A lot of people thought I had passed away. Because it's very uncommon for me to not be on the air, because I'm on the air every day. So when they didn't hear me on the air, I want to thank all the love that you guys have sent. It's been very emotional for me, and uh, I just read a few of your guys' responses, and I just want to thank all of the love that you guys have been sending me. It's, it's nothing but the best. I'm really high. I'm talking. I said the word love. A loveless man. A loveless man on the air. I have no love. But when I smoke weed, all the love comes back and fills my body up. I spent two weeks in a nervous wreck. Not being able to sleep, not being able to eat, not just almost murdering my meth head roommate. 
uh, almost murdering him. I wanted to just grab him. He'd go on these rants about God and Jesus and the whole fucking thing and how that Jesus is talking to him and telling him not to smoke meth. And I'm like, well, you know, I figured out I can't do morphine. I'll never do it again. I learned my lesson. All right? I learned my lesson. I'm not addicted to any opioids. I'm off the opioids completely. I even off Kratom. I'm off everything. And I'm fine now. Like I said, it's about a three to four day hell ride, which I was treating fantastically, getting through it. And then people that are out to get my money are trying to make to show everybody I'm crazy. But I'm not crazy. I'm fine. I'm back to just smoking weed, back to doing my show, uh, living a quiet life, sitting in a lawn chair on my patio right now, enjoying life. I have no mental problems anymore. I'm fine. My mental health is 100%, and I am back to give you entertaining radio once again. I know. Who wins this? You do, the listening audience. You guys win because you get to hear my voice now every night again. I know. It's kind of like losing a boyfriend. I just wasn't around. But I smoke so goddamn much, I'm wheezing heavier than ever. You can hear it on the radio all night tonight. It's very embarrassing. It's very, very embarrassing. But one thing I wanted to get into before I do leave uh, tonight's show is I'm going to come after punks. We are declaring war, radio war, on these following individuals. Mike Culta. We are coming to destroy your show. Beware. We are going to troll you so hard we are going to troll you like you've never been trolled before. And we're going to show you. We're going to show everybody in the world how big of a fucking fraud you are and how big of a piece of shit you are and how your little backstabbing, little nut-sucking cunt, Mike Culta, yes, we are coming after you. Now, when I say coming after you, not in a physical way. I'm not going to harm you or your body, but I'm going to fuck your mind so hard that you're going to wish that you wanted to fuck me over, and you're going to goddamn wish you never would have fucked Hulk Hogan over like you did. You fucked Hulk Hogan over so bad, you little piece of shit. We're coming after you. And how you're even on the radio right now blows my fucking mind. Blows my mind. Who else are we coming after? Who is the biggest piece of shit right now? I'm just going to give two names tonight. The other ones are going to be surprised. But this this motherfucker, I've sat and I, I, I thought about this guy. Mike Colt is probably the biggest piece of shit ever. He's number one on the list. But number two, I mean, Cowhead, I think his name is. He thinks, he thinks he's Cowhead instead of Milk cow, Man Cow. I don't know. Mike Calta, you're done, okay? The MHH has put a target on your show, and uh, you are going to experience radio karma like you've never experienced before. I still have a guy sitting in a corner, crying every night. He can't even come close to a microphone. He'll never do another show again because he had the audacity to go on the same time slot I did on this network. Who else is here? The network hosts is like, what, what's going on, dude? Why, why are you not on? And I'm like, 
for two weeks. Panic from everywhere. Like, why are you not on? There's nobody listening. I'm number one on the whole platform. And they lost their cash cow and they shit bricks, but we're back. But number two, the guy who has no talent whatsoever, the guy's a little spidly little prick. He's an ugly little fucking goateed, glasses-wearing, just slimy, nasty, scum-of-the-earth, bottom-of-the-barrel broadcaster who does nothing else than uh, put other people's podcasts on to make fun of them. Now, I've never done that one time. You know why? Because I don't care about other people's podcasts. I don't have to show that I have superior intelligence over some retarded kid uh, trying to do a podcast and you making fun of him because he's only got six views or whatever, or he's got a weird look, or uh, you want to come after my buddy Opie, one of the greatest radio minds in the history of radio. And as time will go on, he's going to crush you, Carl. And I'm going to crush you because you're a piece of shit. You've done not one original piece of content. Not one original piece of content has come out of your mind. All you do is you make fun of Stuttering John, um, a guy who uh, became a household name in America. Uh, so you sit, you make fun of Stuttering John, and you make fun of Opie, and you make fun of, uh, you know, people that are, you know, not that talented, but trying to put a podcast on and making fun of them. And that's all you've done. You've done nothing original. You just shit on other people's work. That's all you do. You're a fucking piece of shit. You're a scumbag. You're a barnacle to the podcast community. There's nothing original about what you're doing. And we're coming after you. Who are these podcasts? Well, I'll tell you what. This podcast is going to kick your fucking ass. Okay, you slimy little fuck. And all, and oh, yeah. And you send a, a guy that pretends to be a potato to... Well, guess what? Amateur hour, buddy. Fucking amateur hour. Do you know who fucking Johnny Cush is, motherfucker? Do you know? We're coming for you, Carl. We're coming for you. And all your little dipshit friends, the Shuleys, you cannot make it as a comedian, and your podcast sucks. It's a bunch of fucking Zoom windows. A bunch of boxes and some fucking Carl piece of shit uh, talking shit about people's shows. Well, guess what? Carl, Radio Karma's coming. Carl. And I'm, we'll put up together a nice little reel for Carl, but we're coming for you, okay? We're, um, I'm coming to show how big my dick is in this game. And I'm coming to 200,000 people, which is way more people than listen to your show in a month. Listen to me live every night from around the world. And you have, what, 6,000 views on YouTube? Wow. And not only are you an untalented fuck, you're a YouTube cuck who sucks YouTube's dick. Make sure you don't swear in the first five minutes because you don't want to kick it off YouTube. You're a YouTube cuck. You're an untalented piece of shit, and we're coming for you. The stoners, yes. The dirtbags, us low-life pieces of shit that you like to call us. You want to fucking talk shit about my show? You want to talk shit about me? You don't have the numbers, motherfucker, all right? You don't have the right numbers. I outperform you every fucking night. 
period. And we're coming for your show. And what happens when people like us come from your show? What happens? Well, the first thing that we do is we send YouTube complaints. And we send lots of them, thousands of them, to a point where you lose your YouTube privileges. Then what you got, Patreon? How much, how long can you do the same fucking show that you've been doing for, what, five years now? The same fucking show every night? And now you're stuck in this loop where you're actually paying people you're shitting on to come on your show? We're coming for you, Carl. We're coming for you, and we're taking you down. We're taking all of the bad radio people out. We're taking you all out, Mike Calta. And uh, we are the talented radio uh, producers of America, and uh, Radio Karma is coming your way. Let's, you could dish it out, Carl. Who are these podcasts? Well, I'll tell you what, who these podcasts are. These podcasts, that podcast is done. So if you're a, a fan of this podcast, warn them. Warn them because it comes in waves and it comes, it, it comes in waves. that you, you have no you have no idea how we get you. We get you in weird ways. The um silence of the podcast. By the time we're done with you we're going to take you out. One other guy that needs to go is Red Bar. Another guy. I'm done. I'm done with uh, YouTubers making money off of other creative people's material. Guy goes on, he watches Kill Tony all night and talks about it in gibberish. Him and his wife, they get on and they talk about it. And uh, Radio Karma's coming your way. Red Band? Yeah. Mike Culta, Red Band. Carl from one of these podcasts. Radio Karma is coming. The radio wars have begun. I've declared radio war on all of you. And anybody else thinks they can come on and stand toe-to-toe with me and think they can match wits? Think you can uh, outthink me? You think you can outmaneuver me? You think you can get me canceled? You've already gotten me thrown off of YouTube 18 times. But I'm still here. I'm still broadcasting. We got two more people to talk about. But we'll get into that tomorrow night. The radio wars have begun. I've declared war. And uh, you guys should surrender. We are giving you one week to stop broadcasting, or we are going to troll you like you've never been trolled before. Comment for your shows. It's called Radio Karma. I know. It's tough. It's tough for you guys, I know. But uh, it's time for original creators to finally get the spotlight. Uh, it's time for guys like me, and uh, there's plenty of other guys that I do enjoy and I do like. It's time for uh, us guys who've been working hard, working our asses off, putting together programs that are spectacular on a nightly and weekly basis, nonstop, quality broadcast every night. And we're coming for you. We're coming for the hacks. I don't like you guys. Personally, I don't like you guys at all. We're coming after you harder than you've ever been came after before. And I'm just letting you know right now. You could just stop broadcasting. We would like that. Maybe just stop broadcasting. But once again, I'm going to emphasize, I'm not threatening anybody personally. 
with any violence or any, I'm not death threatening anybody. I'm not doing any of that. But we will do things that are, that are completely legal. We'll be calling your programs and we're going to fuck with you to a point where you're going to give up to a point where you're going to give up. We're going to kill your show. We're going to fuck your wives. <laughs> Consensually, of course. But I'm not going to sit here and um, watch people make money off of other people's content. And you're not even paying these people. All of these people right now on YouTube can go fuck off. Create your own fucking content. Create your own content. Yeah, a clip. A minute clip here, a minute clip there is cool. It's fine. But when you're just sitting there watching a fucking music video, that isn't, it isn't entertaining. I've gotten to the point where I'm so fucking fed up with YouTube, I don't even turn it on anymore because... Say there was a there was a uh, a robbery or something, and they got a video of it. So you know, back in the day on YouTube, you'd put on video robbery, and the video would pop up of just the robbery, nothing else. But now I have to sit and listen to some fucking asshole with a microphone and headset on explain to me what happened and how their feelings are, and play the fucking video. You're getting, make your own goddamn content. Sitting and watching people, people are making money now watching videos of videos. Let's watch a video and see how you react to it. Well, let's react to the black guys reacting and let's have the Chinese guys react to what the white and the black guys did reaction videos so we have a reaction 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 video and I just wanted to see the video of the puppy sliding down the slide that's all I wanted to see I didn't want to see social commentary you know we got beard guy there's like 8 million beard guys they all got that flat brim hat the beard more than likely shitty tattoos and they're here to tell me what's right or wrong with what Bert Kreischer said. Look at this video of Bert Kreischer. Look what he said. What do you think? I think you're eating up airtime with bullshit. I think you're eating up podcast time with bullshit. There's so much bullshit out there. Oh, guys, not even coming up with the, they don't even come up with their own material anymore. So fuck off. Fuck you. And we're coming for all of you. Because you know what we do? We do original material. And when I say we're coming for you, what we're going to do is we're going to take your listeners. We're going to take your subscribers. We're going to take your bread and butter. We're going to take your Patreon subscribers. We're going to take all of them. That's how we get to you. We're going to take your money. We're not going to hurt you physically. We're not going to threaten you with violence. We're just going to take your audience. Because there's going to be a point where you have to have some originality to you, have a personality, have a, have a show. Like I said, we're not going to take you with violence. We're going to take all your listeners. And we're going to take all your money. So Red Band, you might want to, I don't know, do an original show. I mean, Joe Rogan kicked you off his fucking show how many years ago because you were a fucking douchebag. You could be sitting in Joe Rogan's house right now doing his show, but no, you're a fucking cocksucker. So that's what I'm focused on in the next coming up of the next part of the show here.
And uh, we'll get an update. Uh, we had zero listens last night because we didn't do a show last night. But well, hopefully the audience came back tonight. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Way over time. But uh, ready to get back into the saddle. We'll be back again tomorrow night, of course, for the Marijuana Happy Hour. Triple XX show on Friday. And a very special show on Saturday that you guys... Well, we don't advertise celebrities anymore until they actually show up. So if he shows up, he's here. If not, well, we'll just do another show. Who cares? So I hope you guys uh, take me seriously. Because once we're done with you, no one's ever going to listen to you again. After we tell everybody, the real Carl, the real Red Band, and the real Mike Calta. Once we uncover these facts about these gentlemen, not only will you stop listening to them, they will be banned from every platform named to man because these are horrible people doing horrible things and making money off of other people's hard work. That's all I have for tonight. Like I said a thousand times over, I'm not physically threatening anybody. I never was. This is just a good old-fashioned radio war with prank calls, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I know. It's my specialty. I'm a troll. It is. You have no deep. You have no. You have no idea how deep it goes. You have no clue how deep we go here. You have no idea what this show has been spun off of. You have no idea what has propped this show up. You have no idea what underground, black market, dark web avenues there are to this program. You have no clue. The people that have been with me all these years, they know. They know who I am. They know what we do. And we take down radio shows that suck. Taking down... Uh, I'll put a list together. Hundreds. Hundreds of wannabe podcasters are no longer broadcasting. They can't handle it. They have no original thoughts in their mind. They have nothing original in their hearts. They're just here to be famous. That's it for tonight. That's it. I, that's it. That's uh, I got a lot more to talk about. I got a lot more shows to come up. I still have the prison show to do, which I think I've put together a pretty good good show. Uh, that one is going to be a weird show because that one we're going to actually uh, produce as a uh, a pre-packaged show. It's going to be a special. And uh, what, what I've decided, too, while I was in rehab and uh, completely sober, shaking from drinking 82 cups of coffee a day, I uh, wrote out some good good things, and I just, you know, I, I recaptured a lot of memories from there, and uh, I just wanted to give everybody what it's like to go to jail from a very honest perspective, which I don't think anybody's ever really done. I mean, there's guys that are doing podcasts about being in jail, but they're still not talking about what you're not supposed to talk about. And I'm going to talk about it all. You know, there's a code and there's things you're not supposed to talk about, but I'm going to talk about them. I'm going to talk about them in the special. And it's going to be a very, Cool two-hour special. It'll be video. It'll be. Uh, it's. I'm putting together a documentary, basically, of my prison experience and how you never want to go there. I heard some of the toughest gangsters on the planet crying their eyes out. But you know, time goes on. But uh, I'm done being detained. I'm done with this jail shit. I'm done uh, with the uh, opioids. But 
a lot of this could have been prevented just by the doctor giving me another week's worth of uh, painkillers while my penis healed. Oh, and I did promise a penis update. As far as the aesthetics of it, it is completely healed. It is 100% healed. I've not had sex yet, and I've yet to have an erection. I was not horny in treatment, even though there was a couple of attractive ladies there, but I, I didn't even want to fuck them. There's something wrong mentally. Uh, I have not had an erection since the incident. Uh, I, I'm going to try tonight. I'm going to watch some porn. Maybe I, haven't, I, have, I didn't have a phone. I couldn't watch any porn. I couldn't do anything for two weeks. So maybe the dick's working, but it just is not, it has not gotten hard by itself. There's no morning wood. There's, I, I cannot get an erection. It's like a wet noodle. So I, I don't know. Maybe I, you know. Maybe I just don't have a penis that works anymore. It just does not want to work. And for some reason, the stitches made it smaller. It pulled it in more. I had less skin because they had to cut all that skin out to repair all the blood pressure. They said that I might not ever get hard again, and I have not been hard yet. So that's the penis update. It looks great. doesn't hurt anymore. Uh, completely healed. It just doesn't work. I mean, the pee comes out of it, no problem. That's been fine. But uh, the blood is not flowing. The blood is not entering the penis. I don't know what's going on. It's it's a very uh, puzzling and confusing thing. But, you know, I'm going to try, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll order a hooker later tonight. I don't know. I have her come over and suck on it for a while. Maybe that will help. I don't know. Frightened. Because that's my hobby is getting drunk and fucking chicks. If I can't fuck chicks, i got to find a new hobby. And I guess it's just going to be trolling radio shows. If I can't fuck, I'm re- you guys are really out for it. I'll have 24 hours a day. 24 hours a day to fuck with radio hosts. We don't want that. We want my dick. You guys want my dick to work. But I'm just talking to myself, pretending to broadcast, because it's already, I think we already went dead already. But what the hell? We'll just keep going, right? We've got uh, a lot of fucking energy pent up into me. Weed's finally kicking in. I'm finally relaxed. I'm not screaming like I was earlier. we got all that coming up. Uh, we got a big Danny Masterson special coming up. Uh, everything that I said that was going to happen has happened. Didn't I tell you that as soon as Danny was uh, convicted of rape, that Miss uh, Leah Remini would file a lawsuit? And she has. Exactly like I said that would. Uh, the victims, so-called victims, are uh, seeking $130 million, I think. Leah herself is requesting $30 million because she said that people are following her. So if somebody follows me or pays, so like, because my ex-wife hired a uh, private investigator, can I sue her for $30 million for following me? I don't think so. I don't think so. So we got that coming up, too. I got a very, uh, that one we've been working on, actually, for uh, almost uh, two months now. I've been working on, on a special. So I'm going to do a few of these specials. Uh just because just for something new on the, on the channel and it's uh investigative we really got into the the nuts and the bolts of the Danny Masterson thing and we we're going to recreate the the um rapes suppose of rapes and we're going to um act that out on the air and we're going to see if you guys think from the court transcripts and uh hearing what actually went on that a man deserves to be in prison for 30 years. Honest look at this whole thing. And, uh, you know, if he did rape these women, I'd, I'd be a hundred percent behind this, but I'm the only man, the only show that supports Danny Masterson because I'm already so scared of being demonetized because 
being demonetized is way more scary than telling the truth. But I'm very passionate about this, and I'm very it, – it's sad to me that Bijou Phillips has to sit at home alone while her husband's in prison. He'll never be touched. I mean, he's not getting raped right now. He's not getting the prison experience like you think he's getting since he is um, rich and has commissary and has his own cell. Definitely in protective custody. We got that coming up, and uh, the new new radio wars are coming. I'm very excited because they're coming after me too. Let's not sugarcoat what's going on. These guys have come after me. This is not the first shot. These guys have attacked me mentally, I think physically, because of the mental anguish has affected me physically, what these men have done to me. But it's very exciting. I'm very excited to start a new radio war. It's too stale. Everybody's too nice. And it's time to expose people with no talent. All right. That's enough for tonight. I've out-talked my welcome. This is just going to be a very exclusive show. This will not be put on Rumble. This is not going to be put anywhere. So uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow night for the Bearwater Happy Hour. Until then, don't let them treat your drug addiction with drugs. <laughs>